Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to another week and another episode of Law School in Brief. I'm Megan. I'm Lydia. And Lydia, I would love to hear how your first full week of law school ended up turning out. Yeah, hate it. I'm leaving. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, I, uh, I had a good time. It was nice to do the full run of the new schedule. Like, this is my life now. You know? It's mm-hmm. happening. Um, and it only took one week for me to become completely disheveled. Like, I just kind of jumped in <laughs> to things. And then at the end of the week, had, like, all of these notes. And then, like, five different syllabuses. And... um I was like, oh, the long weekend, I can just, like, read ahead. And I was like, actually, I think I need to, like, create an entire system of organization for myself because otherwise I'm just going to have all these random cases strewn about. And, you know, do do you feel that way? Like, Oh, absolutely. And I actually am now so curious to hear if you figured out a way to organize all of your different cases because – for me right now, it's I have an entire notebook full of just crazed notes and a couple different filing folders. But apart from that, I have yet to kind of, I feel like what I'm looking for is overarching themes that go beyond just the name of the class that I can start kind of like filing things away in. Um, but right now it's all conceptual. <laughs> There's no hard filing system up in my life so I'm curious to hear what you have what you're thinking about at least yeah it sounds like what you're wanting is like an outline for the class have you looked up any previous students outlines or anything no I didn't even think to do that how do you well I suppose I would have to know somebody who's oh, yeah. taking or you could just look on reddit <laughs> um, uh, yeah. but yeah it's different it's different professors and stuff so I don't I don't have any kind of like conceptual organizational structure I don't have an outline yet because I figure I'll make my own later on but um I do have I do have kind of a computer organization system and a paper organization system that I'm starting out with like in class I'll take I'll handwrite notes some of our professors don't allow us to have laptops um which is kind of nice but also then what do you do with like the notes you took on the cases before you went to class and then your paper notes after class. This is, this is why after just one week, I was like, Oh, I have all this information everywhere. So I have like a little three ring binder for every class Mm -hmm. that I keep at home. I was keeping them in my locker, but you can't, there's not a good way to stack them. They kind of get crushed and they're not like rectangular. And anyway, so I have those at home. I have the spiral bound notebook that I take to class and like a folder for handouts. And then I bring those back to the binder to like organize them chronologically. Mm-hmm. And then on the computer, this is where I'm going to lose people because they're going to be disgusted by <laughs> <laughs> all of the things that I have done. What have you done? <laughs> I made like eight Google Calendar calendars. One, like, I have my assignments for every single class. I just took the syllabus and, like, made it into, like, calendar events that I can delete when I'm done or move around. Because Mm -hmm. also at the end of class, the professors will be like, oh, yeah, the syllabus says this, but actually we didn't get through this thing. So why don't you read this other thing instead? And so 
I I would like scribble that in my notebook, but then I'd have to remember to look at my notebook to change. Like when I was trying to think of what should I do tomorrow, I was looking in like eight places because we have different online portals as well. Same. Oh my goodness. That is my biggest bone to pick so far because it is just crazy to me how many different organizational tools that are out there and how many different platforms different professors are using. So like in my world right now, I'm juggling this system called Twen, which is part of Westlaw. I'm imagining you use this. Yeah, we have that too. Yeah. And Moodle. And we have Canvas, but I bet it's the same thing. It's, yeah, I mean, it is all essentially the same thing. It's supposed to be, you know, like a centralized spot where you go to get all of your stuff for this class. Yeah. But there are multiple centralized spots. And so yes. I feel it's just completely self-defeating. Yes, that was overwhelming to me. I just felt like I was kind of spinning my wheels. Like every time I sat down in the library, I'd have to check eight places. So I made this like Google Calendar for each of my classes. And then I made a separate calendar for office hours and a another calendar for like the gym class schedule and oh. for like events across campus and across St. Louis. Different calendars. I could toggle on and off so I don't have to look at all of them. But um, yeah, just in case I was like, you know, done with my reading and wanted to know what was going on. I, you know, I'm not going to be sitting in the library looking at like, oh yeah, I wonder what, like, when boxing is or when the string quartet is like I just need to have it at my think I need to like front load all of that stuff so I know what's up yeah I, and I also meal prepped for five years <laughs> in a meal prep google calendar <laughs> which okay. I will share with the listeners why not because listeners like- at home you think she's kidding she's not <laughs> kidding it wasn't five years isn't it only one year even still just okay, the year increment year is not okay repeat five times <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the what what's what's for dinner (laughs) for the next year (laughs) oh I have it like I'm okay this is an aside because I haven't even finished talking about what I've done on the computer aside from google calendar well but okay keep going (laughs) but I do want to I would rather talk about food so here's what's coming up oh so I I have it organized by like what's in season and then I'm trying to like vary it up every week and what else I had other things in mind you know like looking for recipes that had good reviews and just like copy and pasting the recipe part and not all the ad part and all the like today when I took my kids to school I knew I wanted to make them a cheesecake blah 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 like all the narrative yep (laughs) yep so anyways that is all uh compiled Next week, it looks like we're looking at a wild rice pilaf. Um, the next week, an eggplant dish. The next week, a couscous dish. Just, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, okay. I, I don't know. I mean, this this also, I feel like what I'm about to bring up kind of has some, some crossover to organization and food prep. Um <laughs> So at, at our school, there are only two refrigerators that you can put oh, your God. food in and one microwave. Oh, no. And for the last three weeks, it's only been the one L class buying for space. But beginning tomorrow, the two and three L's will be back in session. And I'm just imagining 
the most Hunger Gamesy type cornucopia throat slashing situation come noon. I don't even know. Like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, can I live off of trail mix that I, that stays in my bag for the entire year? What do you think? Yeah, I actually, I wonder if there's a policy against leaving food in your locker. Because I was thinking of having a little, like, snack bag there. But then I didn't know if there was be like a, this is how we get ants kind of response. It sounds to me like a situation where you can ask for forgiveness rather than permission. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've been taking non-refrigerated things to campus. But this has become an issue already amongst my class. And certain people, I think jokingly, are campaigning for getting more microwaves as part of their student bar association um, platform. Because we have elections coming up already. <laughs> I don't even know most of the people in my class, but I will vote for someone, I guess. Yeah, based on what? Their likability? <laughs> no, based on their microwave promises. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, maybe someone in your class will do that too. Uh, okay, wait, but back to organizational tools on the computer. So we got the Google calendars. That helps me to keep track of like all the assignments that were everywhere. And then there's things that come up that need to be done that aren't reading assignments. And so I have a to-do list on Trello. I also tried to use Amazing Marvin, which I've heard a lot of good things about. They have due dates and due dates, if I was able to distinguish those. Like, you can say, like, oh, I want to do this tomorrow, but actually it's due on Tuesday or something. Um, and it just has a ton of functionalities, but I realized that I don't, there's, like, I don't need that many functionalities. I just need to know what I'm reading or other stuff. So there are things in my to-do list that are, like, create a Westlaw account, and then I can cross that off. But I don't okay. want to put that on my calendar because I want to keep the calendar for things that are due instead of things. Yes. So let me see if I understand this. In this Marvin tool, there are essentially two big categories. The to-do things, like create a Westlaw account, not necessarily time sensitive. And then there are the things that are coming up as being due. And you you are going in and inputting manually all of those due dates like when you get the syllabus for the class? That would be a good way to do it. Um, I actually am not using Amazing, Amazing Marvin because it has so many functionalities that um, it was, and it's such a clean design that I was like, actually I need something that's like a little just messier and in my face so I can see all the lists in one place. But um, yeah, you can you can set like, if I had done that route, I could have gone in with my syllabus and like put everything when it was due, but then uh -huh. scheduled my days so that I would see what I wanted to do on separate days. Anyways, I don't, I shouldn't talk about it too much because I'm not even using it, but I'm also using Evernote to organize like my, like the cases, like by class, oh. I have a little stack and then different notes. I guess that's a way of, they're putting like folders and files for different cases. And then I'll have like a different little folder for like the syllabus and the grading structure and stuff. Just so I have all my files for all my classes in one place. And Google Drive is a little bit harder for me to navigate when it comes to that. But it seems like a good option as well. So Evernote, I'm very yeah. intrigued by this. 
Um, do you pay for this service? No. Oh, none of this stuff I've paid. Uh, amazing Marvin, you pay for it. And it, it really does have a lot of functionality, but I'm going to stop <laughs> advertising okay. for, for no. Well, um, I don't know. But, so, I mean, okay. So you're in class taking notes with a pencil and a piece of paper, let's say. Yeah. And then if I'm following you correctly, the, the, the Lydia path of travel, you go from class with your handwritten notes to the binder where you're taking your handwritten notes and organizing them within the binder. Am I still? Okay. And then from there, are you, when you get home or whenever, are you then taking the notes from the binder and typing them up into Evernote and saving them? Oh no, that would take so much time. I'm actually keeping these two, these two, like the computer system and the IRL system are totally separate for now. I think when I start, making outlines and reviewing I can like look at both at the same time but I'll do all my notes before class like my case briefs and stuff in a really long like I have one running like word document and then I'll like separate out the case and put it as a note in Evernote and then look at that in class but then handwrite notes of what the professor's talking about okay so this is it's all totally an experiment and I can't wait to hear about what, how you do things because this for me is just like kind of organically and piecing it together, trying different things. Um, and it's definitely not perfect. Yeah. I mean, just hearing about all these different platforms, like simultaneously sparks joy and great fear in my heart because it's comforting to know that they exist but it's also so stressful to me that I don't know about them or how to use them (laughs) and and I feel like I should know about them and should you be using them because so far the way that I've been organizing myself is straight up like 1950s I am not even really even using my computer except for making this podcast <laughs> the occasional Google or like checking an online syllabus because I have my syllabus and I will see what I need to read for that day and I'll read for that day and I have a notebook and I'm just so what I'm doing with the notebook and this is sort of I had to trial and error this a little bit so I will write my notes and my I handwrite all my case briefs in the notebook and then I will put, I will guess probably five pages. So I'll flip ahead five pages, one, two, three, four, five. And then I land on the next blank page. And that's where I will start taking my notes for class. Because inevitably, when we're in class, we're taking notes on new stuff, but we're going to be talking about all the reading. So in those five pages that I skipped between the notes that I was taking while I was reading and the notes I'm taking while I'm in class, in a different color pen, I'm writing the notes that I'm making about the reading that we're talking about in class. So I have like this like interesting little spacing system and color coding system. Like if it's in black ink, I was writing it at home when I was doing the reading. If it's in blue ink, it's happening during class. And if it's in red ink, it's a note based on the previous night's readings that we're talking about in class. And I realize that saying all of that out loud makes it sound very complicated, but it's actually really, no, really that straightforward. sounds amazing. What I, what I just wish for you is that maybe there's a way 
if you were able to like like near to the end of, end of the semester like scan that stuff and if a computer could turn handwriting into text so that you can copy and paste and rearrange stuff into an outline well otherwise because i guess like i would love your system if later on i was able to manipulate the like where that text is yes and that's and you know that's exactly the problem that i'm running into because the first week of class i was taking my notes in class and then i would come home and i would rewrite the notes to oh, one Lord. remember like what i was thinking about and what was being talked about but two have them more clearly written somewhere Anyway, it, I mean, I quickly realized that was not the way to go. It was a huge waste of time. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm looking at I'm gonna have to look into this Evernote thing because I do need to be able to have the stuff online and easily searchable when yeah, the time. Yeah, you can also take a picture of your notes and put it into Evernote. It's really easy to do, like to integrate images into into there. That's a, that is a great idea. I'm going to be download. I'm going to be making an Evernote account tonight. Sweet. Sold. Sweet. I yeah. also have to report back that I tried your breathing technique. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not in public. <laughs> in the private of my own room. And it was, it was invigorating. <laughs> Does, isn't it just like a rush of blood to the head? <laughs> it is. I hope it's like okay for one to do in the long run. Like, I know. <laughs> I hope there are long-term health consequences. Yeah, well, Lydia, you're not drinking for the entire calendar year, so I think you have to get your kicks somehow. <laughs> Just some aggressive, heavy breathing <laughs> to release yeah. some stress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. No, I have actually though to your system. I've heard that handwriting does help with memory retention. Um. So. That does, it honestly sounds like a good system to me. And I love the color coding. Yes, the color coding is great. You got to get yourself one of those pens that somehow magically holds like five different yes. cartridges of colored ink in it. And you kind of click one of the little buttons down on the side. I have a six, a six color pen that I'm, I've been That's... rotating through. Trying to find a use for the green color. <laughs> Not there yet. You're an artiste. <laughs> green will just be like maybe... The color code I use for hopes, wishes, and dreams that I'm <laughs> scribbling in the margins. Have you been able to organize your time? I still am not in like a a groove. Okay, so that's every day my classes are at different times, or like I don't have any day that's exactly the same. But like even for lunch, like I haven't, I don't have like a like my body is confused about when it. Like I, I'm not sure I've been eating enough calories. Mm. Um, anyways. That's actually so. So it sounds like maybe you and I are, are are completely opposite in the ways in which we prepared. You are you have like every note taking thing available. It seems calendars such, but can't figure out the day to day quite yet. <laughs> yes. I, on the other hand, have like to a fault, am following a schedule, and I think that's why I'm having so much trouble scheduling in a time to figure out how to effectively organize my notes because I think I said in the last episode or maybe the one before 
that the uh, example schedule that was given to me had everything broken down into 15 minute increments. Well, I have taken that so seriously. (laughs) Um, But I'm also not punishing myself for not doing exactly what I set out to do. I, so what I have in my system is I have two dry erase boards, big ass dry erase boards. One of them is a month overview and the other one is a weekly calendar. So on the month overview, which I'm staring at right now, it says this month's plan, September. And about a week ago, I sat down with my calendar and I put in every single, um, I would say appointment or opportunity or social engagement that's outside of the law school realm on this calendar so that I could see it at all times. I need to be able to see it. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at it right now and I see podcast 5 p.m., right? I also see that on Friday I have a meeting to review my resume at 2 And then I also see that on Friday, the Greensboro Folk Festival begins. So I have all of that there. Now, my weekly calendar is really the bread and butter here. I set this up yesterday. So I will just read to you from one day. I'm going to read to you tomorrow's schedule. Okay. (laughs) So, and this this is like an abridged version. This is very... I didn't go 15 minute increments on this one because tomorrow begins my fall trimester. So this is a brand new schedule for me. Mm. Okay. 5.30 AM, wake up. 5.30 to 6.30, reading. 6.30 to 7, coffee breakfast. 7 to 9 AM, YMCA time. 9 AM, yeah. 9 AM to 10 AM, come home, get ready for school. 10.45 10.45 to 12.15, legal methods. 12.15 to 1.30, lunch. 1.30 to 3, torts. 3 to 6, reading. 6 to 7, core grammar. 7 to 7.30, ah, see, this is, I, I knew I have to update. I said 7 to 7.30, podcast, which is not true. And then 7.30, dinner. And then 8 onward is finish up any other tasks. And that's just for the day. And I have this out for every single day. But then you have to handwrite it every week. I love that. You like that. Okay. Yeah, that is like my, that's when I feel the most in control, like calm, cool, and collected when I can handwrite. And I'm I'm God of this calendar. I can erase it whenever I want. I can write whatever I want. This is about the only place in my life that I have any kind of control right now is this stupid dry erase calendar. That's amazing. Okay, I see the difference because I like doing it when I'm in the mood, but I will not do it if I'm not in the mood. So like if I'm in the mood, I might as well just do it for the entire semester. Like, I think that's why I like the computer based thing. Or like, if I'm in the the mood to meal prep, I might as well do it for five years worth because (laughs) I don't like doing it most of the time. (laughs) But I like your schedule a lot. I'm really impressed. It's very, like, wow, you wake up early. Yeah, oh my, yeah, the 5.30 a.m. Okay, so side note, not relating to law school. Um, I love a good 5.30 a.m. wake up as you know, uh, even though it's a little difficult sometimes. But my cat 
has gotten into this really weird habit. And this reminds me that I wanted to Google this, but every morning at 5.26, I'm not kidding, 5.26, she goes to this corner in my bedroom and starts scratching at the wall. And now there's this little tiny pile of paint chips just accumulating in this corner because she's scratching the wall every morning at 5.26 a.m. And I have no idea how she could possibly know that it's the same time every day, but it is. So, Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So I think my apartment might be haunted. My cat <laughs> is possessed. But I can schedule in her exorcism on my dryer race monthly calendar. <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah, I don't know. This I did used to have one of those watches where you could set an alarm. And I had set it for, I don't know, what time? Maybe like 11 p.m. or something. Once. And then I kind of forgot about it. And I came home to Charlotte after being away for years. And like at 11 p.m. I'm like startled to hear the watch going off. And then I, I could like just never took the time to find it and turn it off. So for years, um, it's just been going off every single night. And so I wonder <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a perfect person. What? <laughs> oh. I wonder, I do wonder if there's like something behind that wall that's just like forgotten to everyone. But it's like it does like do something mechanically at 526. It's not know. a very realistic option. That's like pretty cool. Maybe the yeah. time change is just freaking her out. Maybe. Maybe. She's a Cali cat through and through. Can't get with this eastern eastern speaking time. Of, yeah. Speaking of weird time things, there's a, there's something that's been throwing me off here. Which is, and I I don't know. I think this is probably just a coincidence and not like some kind of St. Louis thing, but things keep closing at 3 p.m. or like the thing that I need will be done at 3 p.m. There's a a post office, a student post office across from the law school open till 5:30 p.m. They stop certain services at 3:30 p.m. Why? I went at four, needed a money order. They're like, no, we don't do that after 3:30. Why? There's the U-Haul is open till 7 p.m., but when I called to, to schedule, like, a delivery for my new apartment, the, the right people were gone for the day. I look at the clock. It's 3.25. The gym, it's open till 11 p.m. They stopped giving out chocolate milk at 3 p.m. What? The cafe in the law school closes at 3 p.m., even though there's classes that go later to that. Like, why? Like, I feel like I have to just now I just have to call a place, even though it says their hours online, to be like, Hey, I know that you're a restaurant, but do you serve food after 3 p.m.? Like, I <laughs> don't know who to trust. I it's love the idea that the U-Haul workers and the postal workers and the baristas in St. Louis all have some, like, long-standing engagement that happens <laughs> at 3.30 p.m. that requires them all to shut down business at 3 <laughs> so that they can all go to their, like, supper club or whatever, the, se- the secret service workers of St. Louis Supper Club. Whoa. Okay. Now that you, yeah, now that you put it like that, I'm I'm very pro. I just wish that it were, you know, that I was told. But, you know, good for them. <laughs> I'm just looking for an invite is all. How about organizing your time in terms of, like, making yourself focus? Are you able to just sit down and do it? Or do you have to, like, kind of trick yourself 
I'm usually able to sit down and just do it, but I, I like, like learned what works for me and what doesn't. I know for a fact that I'm just setting myself up for failure if I decide to come home and do my reading. Mm. Um, well, it would be so much more comfortable to do my reading at in the comfort of my own home. I have a cat and a dog and a partner and so many other things I could be getting into. I mean, even just my desk at home, I look around and I see, you know, uh, plenty of opportunities for distraction. So I know that if I want to be successful, I have to, I have to really isolate myself. But if I do that, if I create the condition, the right studying condition, I usually don't have much of a problem. Nice. I like that. I have to add yet another um, app to my suite of organizational tools. <laughs> so I got the Google Calendar, I got the Evernote, I got the binders, the notebooks, the folders, and then to make myself focus in a sustainable way for a long amount of time, I have this app called Focus Keeper that uses the Pomodoro method. So it'll be like a 25 minute timer. And then after that's done, you get a five minute break. And then it'll kind of, I guess it dings, but I have my phone on silent. So it'll just turn a different color and like flash at you. And then you go back to work. Um, and so I'll just throw my phone in airplane mode so I can't get any texts mm -hmm. um, and put that on. And it's wild because I'll look at it and be like, surely it's time for my break. And it's been like five minutes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's actually super. I, that sounds like it would be really helpful. Yeah. 20, 25 minutes is the is the increment. Yeah, I, I think you can maybe change it. But that's the like trendy Pomodoro method. OK, OK. Mm -hmm. When I was an undergrad, I had this. I had downloaded this app onto my computer. I forget what it was called, but the icon was a skull and crossbones. And basically when you had to really buckle down and get something done, I would have to make it so that I was not able to access all the apps that were really distracting to me, like first and foremost, Facebook. So I would go into, I, th I think it was called like the like time death app or death time app. And, yeah. I would I would type in Facebook and I would say and then you could set a time frame so I would say for the next 4 hours lock Facebook down and so I would make it so that it was impossible to access anything that could possibly distract me. Um Yeah, wow. That's, that's awesome. Amazing. I haven't quite needed that yet, but we'll see. Maybe as my cuz it's all still kind of novel all the things that we're reading and doing. And I wonder when the novelty wears off, um, how, how it'll be. I am like, I'm definitely, I think I told you I was like scared that I would just be doing what I was supposed to be doing without kind of incorporating my own mission into my own education. Mm -hmm. And I am like, Oh, I'm just getting through the readings. I'm not like able to, read any supplementary material or like just sit with the material and think for myself. I'm like just reading and then going to sleep basically. Yeah. What time do you start? Like about how long are you reading each day? Hmm. Well, I guess it's maybe like five or six hours. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, Okay, I know we're like just over 30 minutes, but I do want to, uh, I guess we, 
I went to my like student organization fair this week, but you're not doing yours until next week. So let's talk about that next week. And then I also want to give just a little promo for my classmate who, um, her name is Nicole. She came up to me. We're the first uh, people, or she was my first classmate in my phone. We were the first, she was <gasps> I don't want to say we, because she probably got other people's phone numbers before me. <laughs> but I was like, oh, my first buddy. And Shout she, out to Nicole. <laughs> yeah. And she has, when she found out that I had this podcast, she was like, oh, I have a YouTube channel about um, going through law school. So if this auditory um, podcast is just not enough and you just want to watch somebody go through law school. And she also like started kind of before us. She talked about LSAT and all that stuff. Her channel is called Life as a Law Student. And she's really sweet. She's a total sweetheart. Um, great positive energy. So it will not bum you out. She's not going to be like, that's the hardest thing in the, in the world. Ah! You know, she won't freak you out. Excellent. I look forward to watching your stuff. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, not off the top. I now feel like I have extra homework that I'm giving oh. to myself because I want to go download. I mean, it's like exciting homework because I just got this MacBook Air today. So I feel like this is oh, today. A, yeah, like a couple hours ago. So I got okay. a laptop for law school too. Okay, so your the Chromebook just wasn't enough. Yeah, the Chromebook. I mean, I tried really hard to make it work, but uh, it you can't download any of the exam software onto a Chromebook. And so I took a final exam on Friday and I had to borrow a laptop from the school. And there are only four loaners for a student body of like 400 people. So I, I realized that this was going to be an uphill battle and I did a little bit of cost benefit analysis and oh, oh. decided this was going to be a, a worthy investment. So cool. Yeah. Well, um, very excited to hear about how that goes. And I'll send you screenshots of what my setup looks like. Excellent. I would love that. And I'll send you a picture of my silly weekly calendar. <laughs> yes. Listeners, thank you for uh, for finding us on all these different platforms. I think we're all, like set up now. And we have a website, lawschoolandreef.com. And um, we will be talking about more substantive stuff. But... This is really what my life has been like this week. It's been organizational struggles. So I'm trying to keep it real. Yeah. Glad you're here. Yeah. Bye, listeners. Bye, Megan. <laughs> Bye, Lydia. Good night, Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See ya. See ya.